This is for all the girls who grew up without strong geek role models to help them discover their geek dreams. For everyone who's ever been quizzed about their video game knowledge because both have plays. Geek Hearing is working to bring female identifying geeks into the prime to be the role models, dreams, and voices. About to show these boys how we do it. Higher, further, faster, baby. It's not about deserve. I'm not an owl! A girl has no name. There is something supernatural at work here. It's about what you believe. Did I stop on your mom? The Guardian Leviosa. From now on, you do as I do. May the odds be ever in your favor. Are you ready for this? Are you ready for Welcome this? to Geek Hearing, a critical geek culture podcast where we talk the good and the bad parts of being a chick in a male-dominated environment. Hi, my name is Monica, and with me today is my lovely, glorious, amazing, and horny on main co-host, Amanda. Wow, Monica <laughs> calling me out on the podcast. What's this bullshit? <laughs> Who's editing it? Me or you? you? Because if it's you, then you can <laughs> edit it out. Okay, I can edit it out if you want. <laughs> but, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, how you doing? <laughs> well, it's chaos already today, so that's something. How are you? Oh, well, let's just say that we've only been talking shit for like 20 minutes and my mood is already elevated. So thanks. That's a good start. <laughs> that is great. Mm -hmm. um, how are you doing? I'm fine. Thanks. How are you? Are you, are you trying to censor yourself right now based on whatever happened two seconds ago? Yes. Okay. I was just talking no in emotion, one syllable words. Showing no emotion will allow the episode to move forward. I am robot. <laughs> you think that is helping the episode move forward? <laughs> okay, I have my okay. doubts. Oh, geez. Okay. But what is what is this week? Because it's we have December now officially, right? Which is basically March 286th or something. And that means it's Geek Girl in the News time. Da -da 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 -da. Yeah, we basically, we still need that soundboard to make that sounder a lot better. But yeah, Geek Girl in News time. Woohoo! Favorite month of the year. Favorite day of the month. Favorite episode. It's the best. Also because the sounder is the problem. Like the, the soundboard is the problem and not the sound that just came out of you. Yes. Anyway, Geek yep. Girl in the News for November and there has been shit going on. Some good, some bad, some sweet. Some good, some bad, some sweet. Don't we like that that story arch? We do. The thing that's like really cool about this one is that it's all like really kind of pop culture, um, more or less. Like there's lots of lots of cool stuff. So Geek Girl in the News for November. <sighs> it has been a ride. But it's not like the worst ride we've ever had in Geek Girl in the News months episodes, is it? No, like honestly, I think that this month there's more like good and endearing news than there has been like disappointing or bad news or anything. Like it's been bittersweet and positive and hopeful and quite quite nice. Something and it is the last geek girl in the news episode in the year, basically. It is. Yeah. So, so we can end the year not with the biggest shit show of all times, like the year generally panned out so far. Exactly. It's a nice so yay. 2020 news stories 
We take we take all of these things as positive to yes. fade out the shit show that we have been riding. Before we get started on our news stories, though, can we just like take a moment to say what the fuck is with the monolith? That is an issue that you have been sending me, and I haven't played, paid proper attention, to be honest. And I'm like, what? Please invite, please, please give me some intel into the monolith situation. Okay, well, Tom started this. Tom sent us uh, both a news article last week that this like random monolith appeared in the middle of the desert in Utah, like 10 to 12 foot tall, just like appeared there. Okay. In the middle of nowhere. And people were like, what the fuck? Where did this come from? I mean, have they not watched Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? I can tell them exactly where it came from. <laughs> right. <laughs> <clears throat> exactly. Um, so then yesterday it's on the news that the monolith is gone. Like nobody reports putting it there. Nobody reports removing it. It's just <clears throat> all of a sudden gone. And like it's just this tiny little like pyramid now on the ground where it used to be. But that's not all. Now they found a monolith in Romania next to like this old settlement and it's a very similar monolith except it's not like completely polished. It's got like swirls on it, like polished metal swirls and apparently like it just kind of showed up and but now they're also reporting it's gone. I don't know. I'm very confused but I'm like... We have connections in Romania. We can send people out there to investigate for us. I think we need to. Like I'm just... I My mind is blown and I'm just... I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I don't that, know. there's a monolith though, and it is moving, or there's different monoliths, or like this is some huge global prank, or I don't, I don't know if I'm scared or fascinated or laughing. Maybe I we'll just take this as it comes, and I'm like, whatever. It's like it works out well in Agents of Shield. There are probably there's probably this task force like traveling through space and fucking time. The only thing I'm mad about is that they didn't <clears> give us. Uh, beaming yet so mm. besides that I'm like whatever I always True. find that whenever aliens invade us that is that really the biggest problem that we have <laughs> well it depends what kind of aliens to be honest like if it's Maybe the aliens it's that are in David Pearson's books like I don't really want them invading us but if it's the aliens that are like you know not Roswell. killing us like that's fine I mean, maybe we deserve to be killed considering maybe. what we've done to the world so far. That's true. That's a good point. And but also, yeah. I generally don't assume that I would survive any apocalypse for very long. So I'm just riding the wave there. That's fair. I think that's allowed, really. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I'm fascinated by this monolith. It's like, you know, it's got the missing Malaysia air airplane vibes to me. I like I'm just fascinated. I keep watching the news and I'm just like, what's happening next? What is this mystery? And um, that's where I'm at right now. Hmm. We will see. Maybe we won't see. Maybe they hide it all. Maybe Trump will tell us once he leaves office or whatever. Yeah. Because he has no nothing to hide anymore or whatever. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? But what I do know is that we've got some pop culture news, starting with Black Panther news. Yay. Yay. Black Panther news. <clears throat> it turned out that it's like after Chadwick Boseman's passing, it was is clearly a bit of a the next Black Panther was a bit in the air of what what is gonna happen when the Black Panther died and, and how are they gonna do this? But they will start filming again in July 2021. Woohoo! Whoop, whoop, whoop. 
And it looks like even though the studio is not really sure how they're going to or what they're going to do with the character of Chala, um, they are definitely going to be taking a more female-focused approach and looking like Shuri is having a more prominent role. And um, uh, Letitia Wright, Lupita Nyong'o, and Winston Duke and Angela Bassett are all going to be returning for the new feature. Um, yes. Yes. <clears throat> so that's some good news for sure. And um, they do mention that maybe there will be a bigger focus on whatever happens to Shuri. And Shuri might be some have some bigger role than maybe anticipated, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Which I am very much here for because she's like... Uh, well, not spirit animal, but like she's super bad. I could, she's like whoo, goals. She's goals. Goals is it? Um, um, and yeah, like all the tech knowledge I want to have. <laughs> right. Yeah, I think it's a great move. Um, like obviously, it's not ideal because of the circumstances and everything. Like with Chadwick not being in the film anymore, but as Tom mm-hmm. in chat says, I'm glad they didn't recast him um, because yeah. he's irreplaceable. And it looks like it's going to be handled, hopefully sensitively and memorialized. Would be I mean, they like have to do something, thing. I suppose. So isn't in the comics, isn't Shuri also becoming the Black Panther at some point? Mm. Said something Not 100% sure. That I read. Yeah. Could be cool. She, um, yeah. To assume the... So the article says, after Bozeman died, a vocal contingent of fans online had campaigned for rights character Shuri, the genius kid sister of T'Challa, to assume the duties of Black Panther as she did in the Marvel comic. So that would be would fit the comics as well. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Just generally wondering how they would take it, but um, it will be great. And yes, I agree with Tom and Chad that it will be very emotional because even in the... Like it was... It would have been Chadwick Boseman's birthday few days ago yeah and they changed the intro in for black panther with a memor memory of of his scenes basically like wh- when the movie starts up and you see all the all the faces uh, in the marvel logo they made it all into a chat with both bozeman um mem- memorial situation kind of thing uh, you know <clears throat> i know what you're so, saying and i've got yeah. absolute chills and i'm yeah so i think like they, emotional uh, thinking about that <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and I think they're gonna really, from what they've done before, I do think that they're gonna create great, a great um, reminder and uh, of his life in general during for the second movie. I'm pretty sure about that. So I'm excited. I am excited. It's going to be good whenever it comes out because COVID is a thing. Yeah, that is true. Um, and yeah, Black Panther is on Disney Plus. I don't know if any other platform also offers it um but definitely on disney plus because that's where all the disney stuff moved to when they launched their own streaming portal so if you want to watch black panther you can do that there maybe you're lucky you can find it on other things um as well but so far it's on disney plus <laughs> yeah, for me too i know and what else is on disney plus is all of the star wars movies because star wars now belongs to disney um, Everything so can, belongs to Disney now, and, let's be honest. Yeah, the world <laughs> belongs to Disney. The American government belongs to Disney. The world. Everything. Probably. Oh, yeah. Um, and you can and should spend some time in remembrance of David Prowse, who passed away very recently. He was the original Darth Vader. So spend some time going back through the original trilogy of Star Wars films, too. 
spent some Did time we... remembering the great actor. That is true. Did we ever see um, his actual face? Or was that only like the wounded face in Star Wars when he like got rid of the of the helmet or whatever? Um, no, I don't know if we ever did see his face. Um, he was a bodybuilder and a character actor. And then James Earl Jones did the voice of Darth Vader. Um, so David Prowse stood oh. at six foot six inches tall. And he was like just a huge man, uh, imposing figure. So it made him totally natural for the role of Darth Vader, who was very large. Um, so in that one, in Spaceballs, he was a tiny, weird little guy. <laughs> but that was just a satire movie for, for Star Wars. Yeah. Um, apparently, he was offered the role of uh, either Chewbacca or Darth Vader, but he chose Darth Vader because he didn't want to spend three months in a gorilla suit. I can understand that. <laughs> yes, I can understand I always, it too. I always have such a high like admiration or whatever for for folks who stay in a costume that is so intense for so long or have such intense makeup that they have to get up like four hours before they start filming just to sit there and have people glue shit on their face that's just patience young padawan basically yeah yeah for sure i have a lot of respect for for, for those actors absolutely yeah. i'm like mm, don't know if i could do it but i'm like power to you because that's yeah also not really not really an actress um Gemma in chat says that maybe the costume can't have been much better which yeah i suppose so but then you have at least you don't have the hair that's all flying around and maybe in the 70s i know they were super creative with, with whatever they used for shooting the movie so i'm like who the fuck knows what kind of fur this even was <laughs> mm -hmm. maybe that was like that was probably not artificial, artificial kind of of hair. Maybe, maybe it was. I don't know. Yeah. Something that we could find out in the trivia section. We have one. <laughs> I'm sure, I'm sure we can look it up. Um, so rest in peace, David Prowse, and thank you for creating magic. Thank you for being such a villain that everybody knows somehow. Yeah. Now moving on before Tom and Gemma keep talking about sweat in suits. Um, <laughs> to the mandalorian um, to the mandalorian um which is also on disney plus wow we're we should just be sponsored by disney plus like come on that is we've true. talked about it so often today um so we have a story here um that the latest actress in the mandalorian rosario dawson um addresses some alleged transphobic assault accusations First of all, before we dive into this article, can we just please say how awesome Rosario Dawson is and that she's playing uh, ah Ahsoka? Yes, she is a pretty phenomenal actress. I didn't even know when I watched the latest episode that um, that it was Rosario Dawson. Like, I just, it didn't even occur to me. Uh, she I was so in up. character. Um, yeah. But yeah, this is the only spoiler is just that this character is in here. We're not actually talking about this episode. Um, so I just want to no. clarify that, that this is like, there's no episode spoilers, just the fact that this character exists in it. And that has already been anyway. Mm -hmm. I um, So unfortunately, Rosario Dawson, Dawson, um, wow, let's try that again. Unfortunately, Rosario Dawson's casting um, was tainted for many because her, her and her family were accused of assaulting, dead naming, and mistreating a trans man who was close to the family. Um, so 
it's a man called Dedrick Finley claimed that the family intentionally misgendered and deadnamed him and assaulted him while yelling transphobic insults. However, since then, uh, 18 of the 20 claims were withdrawn voluntarily without a settlement, and Finley's lawyer left the case. Oh, so the this- lawyer left the case? Yeah. So I think like this might be a case that we'll never know actually what happened. Um, mm. But Rosario Dawson did an interview with Vanity Fair that just came out around the time that her episode aired. So this all just kind of came up all at the same time. Um, and she was asked, you've called the lawsuit false and baseless, but what do you say to those Star Wars fans who hear this and believe the worst that you are transphobic? And Rosario Dawson said, well, firstly, I just want to say I understand why people were concerned and are concerned. I would be too if I heard some of those claims. But I mean, as we're seeing right now in these past months, and just recently, actually, the truth is coming out. Every single claim of discrimination has been dismissed by the person who made them. And as you've said, the fact that this is coming from someone I've known since I was a teenager, the better part of my life, and who my family was trying to help as we have many times in the past, it really just makes me sad. But I still have great empathy for him. Um, The reason that all of the discriminations claims were dropped is because they didn't happen. I was raised in a very inclusive and loving way, and that's how I've lived my entire life. I've always used my voice to fight for, lift up, and empower the LGBTQA community and use my platform to support or to channel trans voices in fiction and nonfiction work that I've produced and directed. directed. So I feel the record is really clear. So. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. Um, As this article from the Mary Sue says, the words um, are not necessarily encouraging, um, because yes, mm-hmm. people can have a clear record and still tip into learned transphobia. And I mean, I think we're never going to know the truth, but at the very least, it's opening conversation even more. And we're holding people accountable for actions, words. And I think the fear that yeah. people often have, especially around when it's something that has to do with people with famous people and celebrities, <laughs> celebrities, um, is that all of a sudden all these claims are out out through the window somehow and yeah there might not be a track record for anything but then money can float in various ways so just because there is no official settlement doesn't mean that there might not be an unofficial settlement um to get rid of those claims and as mary sue also says just because you have such a great track record doesn't mean that you can't also fall into um other things that that you you might have learned and often people use that as an excuse as well like i'm i've doing i'm doing so so many good things um look at me basically and then that ultimate that also then as if that covers up other things that they've been doing yeah like if you look at the jk situation she's also like i'm helping so many women and and i'm doing such great work there that's why my opinion is super valid for some reason um and yeah we have no space for TERFs. Um, and I'm not we saying that Rosario Dawson is a TERF. However, JK Rowling is. And yes. um, watch this space, I guess. Um, yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. And, you know, we don't know what happened. The truth may never come out about the situation with Rosario, da- Rosario Dawson. Why yep. do I have such a hard time saying her name? Um, and we'll just have to, I don't know, see what happens. See if what she happens. is a TERF, this won't be the only thing that comes out. Let's just say that. It will not be the only thing that comes out and we will probably very likely um, see it unfold soon. <laughs> Ish, yep. as it goes. Yep. So we've got some 
more cool transgender news today. Um, Yay. Which, okay, first of all, I need to hold my hands up and say I didn't even know there was a Charmed reboot. Um, but apparently Same. it's like three seasons old. Like it's three seasons deep into this reboot. And like little Manda's like, there's a Charmed reboot? What? Um, and then Dennis, um, our former moderator, was like, Amanda, what the hell? There's like three seasons of this out. And I was like, whatever. Didn't know. I didn't know either. And I'm Adam like, McQueen. where is this even airing? And how and what? And why did, did nobody hear about this for some reason? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Um, but there is a Charmed reboot. And they have cast a trans actor, J.J. Hawkins, um, for a new role, which is awesome. Which is amazing. Um, they joined the cast of Charmed for the upcoming third season, and they will take the role of Kevin, who is a transgender student, um, and inspires, and that's a quote, inspires one of the Charmed ones to take on a very formidable opponent. Mm -hmm. Ooh, fancy, fancy. Yes. So that's very exciting. And, you know, are we going to be seeing perhaps the first male witch coming into Charmed as well? Because it's all been always been about like female empowerment and like witches being women, but men can be witches too. So, yeah. Also, um, Hawkins uses Hawkins uses he, him, and they, them pronouns. So if we talk about his are the ones to use, and I'm... I, I kind of feel I need to at least check it out if that's something that needs to be looked at at all or not. I'm not sure yet, but maybe. I mean, it yeah. was super, super freaking cheesy, but it was also the 90s. So you took whatever you got and that was something. But yeah. Yeah. I don't know. This is, I need to hold my hands up. Like I was a very bad witch when I was a teenager, but we all know that like I was not into TV and I didn't watch Charmed. Ooh, true. I did not watch Charmed. Um, I was Buffy and like that was really all I had time for. So like when I was here for quarantine, I was like, I'm so going to watch Charmed. I'm going to binge the shit out of that. I don't have anything else to do. And it's not on Canadian Netflix. And I was like, well, so I did not, I have not watched Charmed yet. Um, so I've never seen it. So I feel like it would be weird to start with the reboot and then go back to the original. I don't know. Maybe. Somebody who watches Charmed, like, please tell me. I haven't watched a new season, so I can't tell you if it's a weird choice to do. I just think if you watch the new ones and then you go back to the 90s ones, it's going to be a hard because there is zero nostalgia there. And then you go from a proper, like not proper, from a different produced series to a, well, 90s produced series. And then you're like weird and all the books fly around in a weird way and all the special are fucking weird. Which you might not have if you don't have a comparison for True. the new charm, basically. True. So I'll do what I can to watch the original. And then I'll binge the new one. Deal. If we find it. Cool. I'm sure we will. It's got to be somewhere. Amazing. Yes. But on to some even more amazing news now. I, I think don't know if it's more amazing. It's just like equally amazing. It, it is equally amazing. But just because I like them so much, that's why. I'm, and I don't know the other person. So that's, that's why true. I'm like, yeah. But like the person we're talking about now, and we kind of took that away because it wouldn't fit anymore in January. And it's just brand flashing breaking news is that the artist who we know from Juno and the Umbrella Academy announced that he is actually transgender. And his name or their name is Elliot. And... They came out today as trans and we're super excited for for them and for him and for finding themselves. And I think it's great. Yes. And 
it's just it, it's wonderful and it's so heartwarming and um elliot posted on instagram today just a really heartwarming and raw and powerful and open coming out story and it made me cry a little bit because hi i'm an emotional wreck um and <laughs> like it's just wonderful and i'm really happy for elliot knowing um knowing himself truly i think they used the opportunity um to not only talk about and i think that's what 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 is history of them initially already that they are they they've always been standing and we've just recently talked about them anyway in a in an episode about how how they wouldn't take shit if if that were the case and 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 they wouldn't they have been vocal about what they about women's rights about lgbtq rights about all the rights anyway and so it's they use their own coming out um again for a really powerful with a, to to spread a really powerful message mm -hmm. and to raise more awareness about the trans community in, in in particular right now and the struggles and the like abuse that they also have to face at the same time despite yeah. being super joyous he's also really um a bit worried at the same time what that means for 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 his life basically but we're here for, like we're not here for it we're we're glad that that's how it turned out and yeah the trans community got a new amazing member basically yes um yeah i think there's there's big changes coming in the world um that are needed necessary overdue um but happening now and the more people that come into them their themselves and be their like truest most authentic self is how we're going to change the world and and you know conquer all the hatred that's mm -hmm. that's in the world because there is just too much damn hatred oh yeah so tr so true so true yeah so. i was just reminiscing of the of the racism that a streamer is facing right now and that just made me think of that as you just mm. said basically we just need to be try and be better humans it's not that hard it's not that hard to not spread your fucking hatred all over the place just because you're miserable we're all yeah. kind of miserable in a way and that's no fucking issue. yeah exactly um it actually i saw this this video on twitter today um and it was about it was two women arguing in front of i think it was a, an abortion clinic um and this the woman who was like saying basically like abortion is murder blah 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 blah, blah was just like walking past on the sidewalk and she was told by this other woman who was like there to help people um was like you know shut the fuck up uh is this how it, do you think that your behavior is validating from sky daddy which is what she called God. And also like that's now um, in my society. Oh, I love yeah, that. It's absolutely part of my vocabulary right now. But it was just yes. like, yeah, is this how you think? Like, do you think that this behavior is validating? Like, do you think that this this being who your Bible teaches you is a being of love is okay with you spreading this hate? It doesn't add up. But we're not here to talk about religion. Sorry. Just ranted, but also no, Sky Daddy made me lol. <laughs> Sky Daddy is great. Sky Daddy is one to use for the future for sure. <laughs> mm -hmm. Um, yeah. So don't be a dick. Basically, it's not that hard. It's really not that hard. Really, really, really not that hard. Um, and even Nintendo is apologizing. Um, for you know them being on the shitty side of same-sex controversies. Um, we got an article in from Frasley. 
who sent uh, it's an article that basically Nintendo is apologizing and pledging to be more inclusive after being criticized for not recognizing same-sex relationships in English editions of a life simulator video game called Tomodachi Life. But Nintendo came out with that super amazing ad just very recently. That is something that is really great. Um, where they actually did have the first same-sex couple in their advert. That's true. Um, was it one just about the Switch or the console? Let, let me check that. Was it the Switch or was it about like specifically uh, Mario Kart? I can't remember actually. Um, but that was a really good one. Where the heart. Oh, I think it was both. Maybe it was first because they played Mario Kart together and they played uh, Animal Crossing together. Mm -hmm. So it was an ad, ad for the Switch. Mm -hmm. um, so it looks like Nintendo's it, keeping good on the promise. <laughs> they, they are keeping good on the promise. Yes, they have been doing better on that front when it comes to being more representative. And we have to consider that Jap Japan, Japan, I wanted to say it was a German's language is wrong. Um, <laughs> Japan doesn't yet have, isn't, doesn't, gay marriage is not yet legal there. So they have a, a, a <sighs> words. There was like court proceedings and like open discussion in government. Wasn't there for like to bring that into parliament um, yep. and make gay marriage legal? exactly i'm just marriage for all in japan and they want to legalize that and that is just very recent so if you think about the fact that it's a japanese company and that that is still illegal in japan then despite it being an international company i think those are really huge steps for 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 an organization that is located somewhere where it's illegal so they are definitely like moving ahead even if it's slowly and we all know that sometimes it can't be fast enough for all of us and we really mm -hmm. would like it to be faster um but states and governments and cultures often don't work like this unfortunately nope but hopefully you know hopefully japan is coming into the future the present um with yeah. same-sex marriage and marriage equality and you know love to see it Hope everyone, every it. country follows suit because there's still too many countries that don't recognize or that, uh, that it's illegal, which is even even more than just not being recognized. <laughs> True. And we stand the more inclusive Nintendo becomes, the better it is. Also, for you saw it with, and you know, I know it can be criticized that it wasn't part of the game initially, but um, Animal Crossing also introduced like. Um, black hair styles and dreadlocks proper and and afro um, haircuts and stuff like that so that um, also the black community can be better represented in that so i think they're like improving on the general front it's not great yet it should not come with an update that's like 10 months after the game is released but they're taking things into account and at least we're getting in parts and we just have to keep fighting with every marginalized group and every every oppressed group that they are seen immediately and not just when somebody reminds them that they are not part of it here here cheers um, <laughs> and we are ending geek girl in the news for november which is like a cute little story um it's not a story just like some cuteness some heartwarmingness from everyone's favorite chris evans oh chris evans who may or may not have shown his uh, genitals eventually yeah. or not uneventually on on twitter i still think that's just a fake shadow game but people were got super excited about potentially stick um i don't know if that's actually happened i saw the picture and i'm like 
that's just a huge fucking shadow and it could be pretty much everything but yeah yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if there's any truth to that, but 2020 has been the year that Chris Evans warms our hearts even more. Um, and like apparently back a few months ago, he was like showing off his super chiseled ripped chest um, for, I don't know. We don't often see like shirtless Chris Evans, do we? It's, do we it's not? Pretty, I don't I think mean, so. it's basically his... Captain America, it's, I mean, he's wearing a suit, but whatever you see on the suit, it's basically what's going on because it's so tight. True, true. But he's warming our hearts again by posting videos of himself playing the piano, teaching himself to play the piano. And like, he's just real cute, like gives the camera a little smirk. He's, he's, he's very good, actually, like, even though he's learning a new song and I'm I can't. Like, thanks for sevens. You're making 2020 just that little bit better. He's also, he also started like a political website. Did yeah. you hear about that? Mm-hmm. I think that's just something we might need to mention is that he's actually interviewing politicians about certain questions. And on the, on the website, they basically answer them. So you can go there, especially if you're a, a US citizen and have questions about certain things you might get the answer on chris evans page because they basically put that one-on-one and the ask your politician a question thing into the forefront of to the forefront of people and i think that's pretty great because everybody just thinks there is no access to politicians in general and they never ask the questions that you have um so i think that's actually a pretty great idea and he's doing that together with a few other folks and i think that's pretty cool yeah i feel like he's really embodying his role as captain america and um, it, like it's just so nice to see because Captain America was such a political figure like in the 40s and 50s like that was Captain America's role and I love that Chris Evans is just embodying all of that now I mean and he's the epiphany of patriotism for America really that's what what, what Captain America is in the Marvel universe and I think mm-hmm. a lot of people now also and I think that's why he's more popular that Captain America is more popular with the US folks because he has such that that, that entire patriotism thing going on um which as not American you can't really immediately relate to you just think he's a weird guy with a with a with a shield and that's it when you have all the other superheroes that can do um super awesome things and he's just a bit strong and has a shield and that comes off weird but I think that's what the American folks can really connect with because because of the patriotism that he portrays and for him now getting out of that role and ending it and not not playing it anymore and now going into something poli- po- political, I think that's a really nice move. And I hope a lot. I hope he's using it good, actually, which I do think he does because he's he also does. not on the good side of the coin. He's, he's one of the good Chris's. Yeah, one of the good Chris's, not like the, the Pratt Chris. Yeah. So yeah, that's um, that's just nice little heartwarming news. It's not like breaking news, but it's like breaking my heart news in a good way. Oh, Chris Evans plays piano. I mean, after 2020, that's really all we can hope for, that there's just something nice going on and not, you know, something. Yeah. I don't know. We could have had like a huge shit show in November, which made the made the year go down in flames even more than it did, but it didn't. So I'm like, yay. Yay. Um, so yeah, that's, that's what we've got for Geek Girl in the news today. Um, yes. I would just like to take a moment to... Thank our newest Patreon, 
we just got an email come through that our lovely moderator, Gemma, just became our newest patron. So Monica is going to admonish you and I'm just going to say from the bottom of our hearts, thank you very much. What do you mean I'm going to admon... I don't even know what, what that word means. <laughs> You're just about to be like, Gemma, stop giving us your money. And I'm just saying, Gemma, thank you. I can say that to her later too. You can. <laughs> you can. Um, if you would also like to join the Patreon party, you are very welcome. And you can find it at patreon.com forward slash geek caring. And that link is in our show notes. And almost everywhere else. Oh, yeah. I think. Yeah. Thank you so much for tuning in this week. Have a wonderful, wonderful holiday season. As good as it can get. Um, make it as good as it can get. Because nobody is making it better than we can selves. We are than ourselves. What, what is that word even? <sighs> Fuck this shit. Fuck 2020. Celebrate your holidays. That's what I'm trying to say. Cheers. And if you day drink, then it's fine. Yes. And we'll see you next week for another awesome episode of Geek Herring. Bye. Bye. If you like this episode of Geek Herring, why not leave us an iTunes review? You can also find us on social at Geek Herring and over on geekherring.com. This show is brought to you by Dragon Powered Studio. Find more at dragonpoweredstudio.com.